Greetings, Liberty. So wonderful that we can get together uh, within the Word of the Lord. Uh, we are not gathering, obviously, this Sunday together in the Scouts Hall or anywhere, or at Southeast Vines, um, but how wonderful those worship moments have been. I hope you do all agree. Um, they've been really wonderful for us all to gather together again. Today we are going to be looking at a portion of Scripture, um, and while I am incredibly grateful for our teaching gifts within Liberty, and the Scriptures also call us to honor those uh, who are over us in the Lord, and particularly those who labor in the Word, I am incredibly grateful for all of our teachers uh, within Liberty and those who open up the Word to us week in and week out, even our life group leaders. Uh, just incredible gifts to the body, and we are indebted to them and really grateful to the Lord for those gifts. But at the same time, the Scriptures also call for the priesthood of all believers, and so for all of us to be digging into the Word ourselves, to be understanding the Scriptures more, uh, and for that Word to become life to us. And so the Scriptures call us all to contribute in ways that the Spirit has gifted us in and the way that the Spirit empowers us. And so today is going to be a bit more of a time for all of us to contribute as we look in to the Scriptures. And so wherever you are gathered, I want to encourage you to take out your Bibles, um, but then also just to be ready and prepared to make a contribution. Obviously, the larger our gatherings are, whenever we get together and into the future, as we gather even together with New Gen and churches further abroad, obviously the larger the gathering, the less opportunity there is for all the saints to contribute. Um, that's just the way that practical um, living goes. Obviously, more people in the room, there's less time and space um, for all of us to, to contribute. But when we're in smaller groups gathered together, um, is an opportunity for us in faith to bring the gift that God has for us. And Scripture encourages us, according to the level of faith, uh, let us bring our gifts. Uh, and so in those bigger gatherings, the guys who are, I wouldn't say confident in their own gifts, but more confident that the Lord wants to use them, generally it's those who have more faith for what the Lord wants to speak through them that bring those gifts. And not, not that more people couldn't do it, but I think it's just a reminder that we really are dependent upon God uh, to bring any contribution to the body. But then as we gather in smaller groups or in homes like we are today, uh, the opportunity there is for all of us to bring our gifts and for all of us to contribute, for all of us to hear from the Lord and to read in the Scriptures and to bring uh, something that builds the body up. Uh, without you, the body is not complete. Without your contribution, and you may think you don't have a contribution, you may think you're new to the faith, you may think that you don't know enough, you haven't studied enough, Holy Spirit doesn't need you to study. It is helpful and it does uh, contribute to various areas of our lives and, and the building up of the body. But you don't need to be a professional Bible reader. The Holy Spirit wants to empower you. The Holy Spirit wants to speak through you. And your, your perspective on a particular scriptural verse, the body needs to hear it. The body needs to hear from you. So I want to encourage you, wherever you are, um, by the level of faith that the Lord has given you, is to contribute something. Contribute this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're gathering, any time you gather together with the saints, every time the scripture is read, every time there's a prayer to be said, I want to encourage us as a people of God to contribute because that gathering is not all it could be without your contribution. And so I want to encourage us saints of liberty to contribute in every moment we have available. And so just as we read through Colossians, I'm going to read the verses for us, and then we're going to switch this off. And then in the groups that you are gathered in, you're going to read through those scriptures and discuss them. I do really trust it's going to be a powerful time. 
Four quick things I want to remind us of as we gather together. And firstly is to recognize that God is with you. Firstly, He never leaves you. But the scriptures also say where two or three gather, the Lord presences Himself there with them. And so He's not just a distant God. He's the one who has to reveal this truth to us. And so any time we get a revelation from scripture, it's God who's revealed it to us. We're not smart enough to understand the stuff. It's the Holy Spirit who reveals it to us. And so recognize that God is with you. Recognize that He wants you to understand this even more than you do. He wants you to um, have these truths so revealed in your hearts that He is with you and He's opening up these scriptures to you. Without Him, these are just words on a page, but with God, they become life for our souls. So recognize the fact that when you're gathered, God is there with you. Even though you haven't started praying yet, God is with you. Secondly, the priesthood of all. I just want to encourage us, the priesthood of all, wherever you're gathered, even if you contribute one sentence today, it's a contribution. Bring it. The body needs to hear. Each person, can I ask you to challenge yourself in faith, to trust God to use you. It may just be a thought you have. It may just be a... Uh, an opinion you have, whatever it is, speak it out. Church needs to hear you. Thirdly, always look for Jesus. When you read scripture, some of them are about us, some of them uplift us, some of them encourage us, some of them rebuke us, but look for Jesus in everything. He is in everything. We're not in everything in the scriptures, but Jesus is. And today's one's going to be a bit easy because it's pretty much all about Jesus. But I want to encourage us, whenever we open the scriptures, look for Jesus. He is there. And so if, if you are gathered together, I want to encourage you to break bread um, at the end. If you do have some juice or some bread or anything, just break bread together and celebrate the Lord. You'll see after we've read the passage of Scripture, it's an easy one to break bread too. <laughs> it's a great reminder for us. So those three things, recognize that God is with you, the priesthood of all. Look for Jesus in everything. And lastly, pray to the one who is with you. What I mean by that is you've recognized that God is with you. But when you pray, Pray like He's there. Pray like you're actually talking to Him. And what does that mean? It means you don't need fancy words. It means you don't need many words. It means you don't need to convince yourself that your, your sentence was elaborate enough for the Lord to hear. Just talk to Him like He's there. Whatever's on your heart, whatever celebration, and I trust there will be great celebration from Colossians. But when you pray, just pray a heartfelt prayer to the one who is with you. And you're going to have an incredibly wonderful time. Remember that encouragement from John when he writes that our fellowship, when we fellowship with one another, our fellowship is with the Lord. Truly it's with the Lord. And so as we fellowship with one another, the fellowship of the Lord comes to be with us. And it becomes more than just hanging out. We actually get to fellowship with the Lord. And He's not this removed God, but is with us. And so this time can be just a gathering, or it can be a powerful time of engaging and fellowshipping with the Lord. And that's that's God's desire for every gathering of saints, even when you just meet with one buddy. That the fellowship of the Lord is there. For the Lord dwells in His saints by His Spirit. And so we get to fellowship with God. What a wonderful encouragement. So saints, I trust that you're going to have a beautiful time together today. And so if you have your Bibles, you can pull out Colossians. Colossians 1 verse 15 to 23. Colossians 1 verse 15 to 23. And Heavenly Father, as we read these words, would they become life to us, I ask. Colossians 1 verse 15. He is, Jesus, the image 
of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, with the thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything He might be preeminent. For in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of the cross. And you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, He has now reconciled in His body of flesh by His death, in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before Him. If indeed you continue in the faith, stable, steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which He has proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which our Paul became a minister. May these words be such life to you today as you read through them together in a group and read over it again and whatever stands out to you off the bat, just ponder that a little bit more. Discuss it in the group. If you have questions, if you have insights, if it reminds you of something in life, let's talk this through. This is life, saints, and God intends for all of us, not just the teachers, to be moved by this, to be taught by the word, and so may today be one of great fruitfulness as the Lord is with you. Love you all. We will see one another soon.